You are listening. Don't let me down. To the Chilean British Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of B Sides, a show where we explore a different musical subgenre every week. My name is Ella, and last week we were talking about the interesting genre of shoegaze and how it tied into the live scene in the UK. This week, I'm going to be focusing on probably the least obscure genre on the show so far. It goes by the name of Tropical House. So, in terms of first thoughts. This is a pretty comparatively easy genre to guess the meaning of, since it's very much self-explanatory. I'm sure the word tropical is conjuring up some ideas for you already. For the past few weeks, I've been explaining some genres with titles that can be a little difficult to interpret without any prior knowledge, like escape room and vaporwave. But this week's genre should be pretty straightforward to understand in comparison. To kick off the show. I'm going to play you a track considered by many people to be the first tropical house song to break into the mainstream and reach the charts, even though it took quite a long time to do so after it was made. It was actually created in 2011 and posted to the SoundCloud page of the artist Clan Carousel, but it wasn't released physically until a year later in this duo's native country of Austria, and it wasn't even released in the UK until the following year of 2013. But when it was, it was wildly successful, and it peaked at number three in the UK charts. So even though it had a relatively slow start, it ended up being massively popular. This is Sun and Tans, Sun Don't Shine by Clan Carousel. Without 
That was the summary Sonnentanz, Sun Don't Shine, by Klein Carousel, the very first mainstream Tropical House song. So now I want to explain a bit about what this genre actually is. Tropical House is a subgenre within another subgenre. The larger umbrella of electronic dance music, or EDM for short, contains a genre called Deep House, and within Deep House falls Tropical House. The first Tropical House songs began to appear around 2013. But the movement didn't fully take off and reach total mainstream popularity until 2014. And most Tropical House music was created between 2014 and 2015. But then, hip-hop music started taking over the charts instead. So the characteristics of Tropical House are incredibly simple. Every track sounds like summer at a dance music festival. The lyrics and melodies are very uplifting and relaxing and instruments like steel drums and marimbas are used to convey an island party kind of vibe. The actual genre term was coined by the Australian DJ Thomas Jack, who began using it jokingly to describe his own music. But of course, it caught on, and eventually the genre name was being applied to loads of artists making the same kind of music. The second track I want to play you is, hands down, one of my favourite songs ever. It's so chilled and summery, and it always puts me in a good mood. It's by a producer from the UK called Duke Dumont, and it actually hit number one on the UK singles chart way back in 2014. Duke Dumont started off his career by remixing popular songs in 2011, and he eventually went on to have three singles in the UK Top 40 charts, as well as being nominated for a Grammy in 2014 for Best Dance Recording. Here's his second hit single, I Got You, featuring Jax Jones. I 
That was the perfectly produced I Got You by Duke Dumont featuring Jack Jones. So my personal experience with Tropical House started back when I was in sixth form. I had a friend called Freddie who was really into dance music and whenever we had house parties, he would always put on house music. Obviously the charts at that time were full of this kind of music too because of a musical movement called Deep House, which I'll explain all about later. All of these factors combined meant that Tropical House music was constantly on my radar throughout sixth form. 
so I ended up finding some all-time favourite tracks. But my interest in current house music wasn't really solidified until I started university in 2016. In the UK, the first week of university is something called freshers. You basically just spend an entire week in a cycle of pre-drinking in your flat, going to the club and then recovering, just to go out again the next night. In 2016, all the music played at pre-drinks and in the clubs was house, hot off the heels of summer, and a lot of it was Tropical House specifically. Because of this, listening to Tropical House brings me right back to Freshers Week in 2016, and those feelings of excitement that come with meeting new people and getting ready for nights out. I had a workout playlist at that time too, which was entirely composed of current house music, since it was so good for working out too as well. So sometimes, Tropical House takes me back to early mornings in the gym too. This next song was everywhere during my first week at university, and I'm almost certain that all of you will have heard it before at some point. It's called Perfect Strangers, and it's by Jonas Blue.
That was Perfect Strangers by Jonas Blue. So now I want to talk about my dance music journey. I've been a dance music fan for a very long time. The first CD I ever bought, way back in 2007, was a compilation CD of 101 club anthems. I loved that CD so much. I'd play it all the time and sneak it into the car so that my family would play it on long car journeys. And I still put it on now from time to time. It's a great collection of classic dance tracks. Of course, I went on to buy many, many more dance CDs during my childhood, often Ministry of Sound compilations. I ran out of space on my CD shelf plenty of times. I think I owned more than six different dance compilation CDs at one point, so you can kind of get a sense of how in love I was with that kind of music. I remember buying Calvin Harris's debut album, on sale for three pounds in HMV ages ago too, and listening to Tim Bergling before he changed his name and started making music as Avicii. I'd definitely say that I grew up on dance music and that it was a huge part of my childhood. Listening to my old favorites always brings back nostalgia and happy memories of dancing around like crazy in my bedroom to my compilation CDs. So it's not really a surprise that I still adore dance music so much, even after it's been through so many changes as a genre and developed countless subgenres and microgenres within it. I only hope that it keeps developing and improving with time and that it never falls out of popularity. The next track is the product of a collaboration between the EDM producers Sigala and DJ Fresh and it exemplifies the tropical house sound with summery Caribbean island vibes. This is Say You Do by Sigala, featuring Imani Williams and DJ Fresh. Sunlight's in my eyes when you're out of sight. 
So I've mentioned the umbrella term of deep house a couple of times throughout the program now, and I thought it would be a good idea to give you a quick rundown of what defines this genre. The most important thing to mention when dealing with this genre is that there are two different branches of it. There's the recent iteration of modern deep house, but there's also the original deep house from the late 1980s. It's very confusing that these two iterations are always grouped under the same name. There's also a lot of mislabeling within the genre too, since people can be quick to slap a label onto something without fully understanding whether it really suits it. The first whisperings of Deep House appeared at the end of the 1980s, where producers started to fuse Chicago house music with jazz, funk and soul to create smooth, relaxing, soulful house music that you could still dance to. Deep House also puts a lot more emphasis on vocals than your average house track does. It made a huge resurgence in the early 2010s, but in the very new form of baseline-driven progressive house music. Artists like Avicii, Swedish House Mafia, Diplo and Steve Aoki helped to catapult the genre back into relevance and maintain its popularity throughout the past decade. And even now, you can hear the Deep House influences in plenty of mainstream music. This next track is by a British DJ called Alex Adair, and it reached number two in the dance charts in the UK in 2015. It's a cheery tropical house track whose sole purpose is to lift your mood. This is Make Me Feel Better by Alex Adair. So 
That was Make Me Feel Better by Alex Adair. Now I want to spread my focus a bit onto a crucial element of EDM music, the festival scene. The biggest EDM music festival in the world is arguably Tomorrowland. It's a psychedelic adventure of a festival held in Belgium each year. Tomorrowland boasts the most jaw-dropping stage design I've ever seen, which always has a story and a narrative behind it that runs throughout the whole festival. The camping ground, which is so big it should probably be classed as a city, is named Dreamville, and it holds a supermarket, a hairdresser's, and even a jewellery store. Tomorrowland is probably the most glamorous form of camping that exists. The biggest EDM artists perform there, from the Chainsmokers to David Guetta, Avicii, and Martin Garrix. However, like many other festivals, this incredible experience does not come cheap. Weekend tickets can range from 250 euros to 300, depending on how early you get them, since they sell out within minutes. And it might be worth it to see all of your favorite artists in one weekend, but you'll definitely be standing a long way away since almost 200,000 people attend every year. This next artist played a set during Tomorrowland in 2018. He's called Kungs, and he's a 22-year-old French DJ who kicked off his mainstream success in 2016 with this next track, a song that hit number two in the UK charts and was ranked by Billboard within the top 50 pop songs of 2016. This is the track, This Girl, by Kungs. I'm not afraid to 
That was the track This Girl by Kungs. So now I want to focus on a specific issue within the EDM community as a whole. Tropical House was dubbed Instagram House back in 2014 due to the music videos of attractive tan girls in bikinis on the beach sipping cocktails and dancing around to happy dance music. It is a genre that focuses on the theme of happiness and good vibes and it's meant to be played as a soundtrack to a chilled out summer. So these videos definitely serve as an appropriate companion to the tracks. But sometimes, Tropical House is accused of glamorizing and showing standards of life that are unattainable and unrealistic for the most part. The videos can make people really envious of the attractive rich actors. This issue can be seen throughout the whole of EDM music, where most of the videos are just attractive people dancing and traveling and going to festivals. It can make you jealous and wistful and kind of depressed that you're not drinking a mojito on the beach too. I guess it can be dangerous if every music video on TV is crammed full of unattainable life standards. But I feel like plenty of current music falls victim to this idealistic way of making videos too. That's really the point of most pop and dance music videos though, since people love to watch attractive young people dancing and having fun. It's been a common theme throughout chart music videos for years, and it probably won't change for quite a while. But anyway, on to our next track from 2013 by the American DJ Chris Malinchak, which doesn't have a problematic video at all. It's just a little girl and her pet giraffe. This was the most Shazammed record in the UK at the time, and also the most played record on BBC Radio 1. It entered the UK charts at number two, only just pipped to the number one spot by Daft Punk. This is so good to me. 
by Chris Malinchak. That was the chilled out track, So Good To Me, by Chris Malinchuk. So now I want to talk about a common denominator within EDM. When you think about it, there's a lot that most popular EDM performers have in common. The typical EDM DJ is a 20-something introverted European lad who started his career off making electronic music in his bedroom. I've heard countless stories about loads of these lads who usually play instruments as a kid and then move to SoundCloud and finally end up headlining Tomorrowland, despite having a virtually blank Wikipedia page. A perfect example of this kind of artist is the DJ and producer Sigala. He's a 26-year-old English artist who made his breakthrough in 2015 and has been churning out summer hits ever since, with six of his singles landing in the UK top 10. This is Sweet Lovin' by Sigala, featuring Bryn Christopher. (laughs) 
That was the track Sweet Lovin' by Sigala. Next up, I want to play you a track by one of the most enduring dance music acts of this century, Major Lazer. This is an American trio of DJs who make music that takes inspiration from a wide range of genres, mainly drawing on reggae and dancehall, but making it more accessible to the dance industry. They've been making music for years, releasing their first projects in 2009 and going on to produce albums for other mainstream artists. They've also collaborated on their own songs with huge artists like Ariana Grande and Ellie Goulding. The track I want to play you now hit number two in the UK dance charts in 2015 and stayed there for weeks. 
It's a tropical house dance hall fusion that took the UK clubs by storm and is still a firm favourite there now. This is Light It Up by Major Lazer featuring Nyla and Fuse ODG. That was Light It Up by Major Lazer featuring Nyla and Fuse ODG. So personally, I've always had a bit of a dilemma with dance music as a whole. I grew up with it and I've been a huge fan of the genre for years and years. So obviously, I have a lot of favourite songs within the genre and I'm very fond of a lot of dance music artists. However, dance music comes under a lot of fire and a lot of criticism not just by professional critics, but also by regular people too. It's bashed for being monotonous, unoriginal and uninspired. People say that it's not real music and that it's awful compared to old music. But in my personal opinion, it's incredibly difficult to say what constitutes good music and what doesn't. 
Music is very subjective, and everyone has different tastes. It's just wrong to say that music is objectively bad or good. If you like a song, then that should be enough. Of course, it's fine to make and read reviews and all that, but it's really important to keep in mind that that's the opinion of one person, and it's not going to represent the views of everyone. If a lot of people are in agreement that an album is good or bad, then that's cool. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's inherently a good or bad album. I always say that if you have a connection to a song, it could be the worst reviewed song ever, and it wouldn't matter as long as it makes you happy. And that's the goal of this genre of music we've been talking about this week, to invoke happiness. This next track definitely invokes happiness for me, and I hope it does for you too. This is the track Bullet by the artist Watermat.
That was the track Bullet by Watermat. To close and conclude, Tropical House is really just feel-good dance music that can be listened to in pretty much any context. And that's what made it so popular. Everyone likes listening to music that makes them feel happy. So Tropical House was a really great movement for serving that purpose. It's a lot more chilled out and relaxed than a lot of electronic dance music. So that's another reason why it caught on and took off so successfully. It's been described as the soundtrack to a European summer, and I think it fits that definition extremely well. It's no surprise that it stuck around for as long as it did, being incorporated into tracks by artists like Justin Bieber all the way up until 2016. And even though the Tropical House sound has given way to more R&B-influenced music in the charts, it still represents a specific era of time where the UK Top 40 was filled with sunny optimism and feel-good club tracks. And to me, that is the essence of Tropical House. So now it's sadly time for me to start wrapping up today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really hope you've injected you've enjoyed the tracks I've played for this week's theme and that maybe you'll consider listening to more Tropical House music in the future. For now, I'm going to leave you with a gorgeously uplifting track by the UK-based London DJ and producer Teeks. It became the song of the summer in 2016. It's a shimmery euphoric track that always puts me in a good mood. Here's Sunshine by Teeks featuring Dan Harkner. I'm Ella And that's all for today's episode of B-Sides. See you soon. Your sunshine, your sunshine, your sunshine shining now. Your sunshine, your sunshine, your sunshine shining now. Your sunshine.
Yes, sunshine. Yes, sunshine. Yes, sunshine shining down on Oh, yes, sunshine. Oh, yes, sunshine. listening the Chilean British radio <laughs> <laughs> 